0: This is the Kitzur of Sichhe Beis of Parshes Vayishlach, Yutes Kislev, and Chelik Tzvav, on page 274. Rabe begins with the pasuk, "Katanim mikolach hasadim ki avarti seyarden azeh v'ata yisi l'shne machnais." So, regarding what the pasuk says, "ki avarti seyarden azeh," there are two interpretations which are opposites. The simple shot on the Pasuk which Rashi brings is that Yaakov is saying that when he went to Kharan, he went with just a stick in his hand. He was completely empty-handed. And this is written here as an introduction to the fact that now that he comes with so many people and two machnois, this is emphasizing more the chesed of the Evesh had done with him. second shot, which the Medrash says, and Rashi also brings, Nosan makle beyarden v'nifka yarden. That right here, now, when he was passing the yarding, Yaakov Avinu placed his stick in the Yardin and he split the Yardin to be able to pass through. So according to the first shot, the Makli represents the absolute level of poverty that Yaakov was in. And according to the second shot, this refers to the greatness of Yaakov Avinu that he was worthy of such a great miracle like Kriyas Yamsov that he split the Yardin. So the connection here of these two Pshatim, the Rebbe explains by first looking into what Al Rebbe says in his famous Ygeras Katenti that he wrote after he came from Petaburg. Al Rebbe says with Neyois, Kotan, Yaakiv, Moid, Moid Be Ainov, Machmasribi is extremely humble in his eyes because of the abundance of kindness. as the Pasik says, Kibemakhli. The question here is why is the Rebbe only quoting the words Kibemakli and nothing else? Seemingly, the chesed is expressed in the continuation of the machnes. Even according to the pshar of the medrash, that it's the fact that he used the stick to split the yarding, but it should say avarti, as a yarding, that's the main place where you see the miracle. And Al here says, bimakli chulu, not vechulu, which means that the continuation of the Pasik is irrelevant for pointing out. the So the Rabbi brings from the Tzermach that quotes from the Shalah that says that Ki Makli is the Rosh of Baruch Kveid Hashem and Lishuascha Kivisi Hashem. And the Tzermach connects this to what Al explains in Taira er, regarding what it says, Mishpat Utsdake Biyakiv Atta Sisa, that are two levels, the Tzdoke and Mishpat. And these two levels are connected to Baruch Kveid Hashem Kaimai and Leshuazcha Kivisi Hashem. What are these two levels of tzedakah and mishpat, and what's their connection to kaimai? So the Rebbe explains that really, mishpat and tzedakah are opposites. Mishpat is when the, you can demand of the something which you deserve, and it's something that it's justified. On the other hand, tzedakah is when you're asking for something that the should give you as a righteousness. It's something that you don't deserve. So over here, when the Pasuk says and mishpat, what it's saying is that even if a person is on a level, he's at tzaddik and he's able to demand, as the Gemara says in Brachis, eleva, that they could demand Bizraya. But nevertheless, even they should come to the Ebishter and ask l'cha Hashem atzdoke, that the Ebishter should give them only his tzdoke and they're not deserving. Like we find by Yaakov Avinu, that Yaakov was afraid when he comes to approach Esau. Why was Yaakov afraid? Because Shem is lachlachti now, although Chazal tell us that once a person's life is mostly behind him, so it's muftah that the Lashon of Chazal is, Shuv that a person will not sin again. So why is Yaakov so concerned if most of his life has already passed? The answer is when a person is assessing himself and his Avedah is based on his Metziyas and who he is, so then you can come to such a conclusion that he's reached a level of perfection. However, by a person that's with absolute Bittol and he's not a Metziyas for himself at all, so then he will always feel inadequate. He'll always feel that he could do more, that he's lacking. And therefore, even a person that really is on a level that he could demand with Mishpat, but nevertheless he feels like that he is lacking and therefore he only demands or he only begs with a level of Tzedakah. That's why it says here tztakeh, even in a case where there's mishpat. However, according to this, why is it relevant to mention the union of mishpat? Seemingly, the main thing is that a person should have that bitul to always demand with tztakeh, not mishpat. Point is, no, there's a bigger maila when a person is in a situation where he is justified to demand. And nevertheless, he only asks for it than a person that is asking out of tzedoke because he really is in a situation where he's not deserving. And the rabbi explains as follows. Someone that's in a situation that he's not deserving, he's really in a low place, or truly or in his imagination. So then the fact that he comes with bittal is, in the end of the day, based on who he is, because he is in this low place and therefore he has that bitl and he comes and asks in this way. It's not not a a person that absolutely is expressing full bittal here. On the other hand, a person that has a shleimus, he comes with a mishpat, meaning he is justified, he could demand based on the perfection that he has reached. And nevertheless, he drops that. And he comes and asks the debishter, only from tzedakeh, this is the true bital, where a person is putting all calculations and assessments aside, putting his whole entity aside, and he's turn, turning to debishter with absolute bital. So when you have mishpat, and nevertheless, you come and ask, with tzedakah, that expresses the true bitl, which brings a person to the Ebesher to give him in a manner of chesed, which is bleak vol, more than what the Ebesha gives a person, usually with tzedakah alone. Tzedakah also brings a big spot to the person, but over there, it's only according to the needs of the person of what he was accustomed to. So therefore, coming back over here to these, the two of the shuas Kivisi Hashem and Barach Kavid Hashem Em Kaimai, the shuas Kivisi Hashem refers to an individual that is in a place where he's low and he doesn't have for himself, he's truly poor and or in his imagination he's poor and therefore he's hoping to Hashem so this is a tremendous level of Bittal however, this is not the full Bittal where a person is fully dropping and putting aside his metzias because in the end of the day, this Bittal is based on the condition of who he is then, the Bittl of Baruch Kavayi Hashem mimkaimai, drawing down Ashpah, an infinite revelation from Mimkaimai, from the Eivishter's place, that comes when you have a Bittl, where there is a Mishpat, meaning the person is deserving, and nevertheless he puts that aside, and just comes and begs to the Eivishter with an absolute Bittl. This is a bital that's higher than any Cheshbainis, and that brings down a much greater level of Ashpa that's bleak Gvom mimkaimai. And that's what hinted, what, what's hinted over here in these words, Ki B'makli. Ki bimakli, which is the Rosh of the Shurash kvisi Hashem, and Baruch HaKved Hashem Kaimai, refers to the fact that Yaakov Evinu was on such a level of Bittal that not only was he hoping to the Eibishter because he was in a place where he was not deserving, but even if he was deserving, and he was perfect, and yet he hoped to the Eibishter, and he turned to the Eibishter with an absolute level of Bittal, putting aside what he deserved, that's... The Baruch Kavod in Kaimai that brought Yaakov to be cotton to the absolute Bittal. and this is really also the idea of what Chazal say that Yaakov was afraid nidma of that it appeared to him that he sinned. So the deeper p'shat in this is that when you come to such a level of the Mokim, of the true greatness of the Eibishter, the person's actions are com- completely insignificant. Nothing is Toifes Mokim. And a person is always lacking. And therefore, Nidmeh of Shachata is the condition that he felt in. On this level, his Mitzvah is completely not Taifis Mokim. That's the level that Yaakov reached to. According to this, we understand that the two interpretations of Kibemakli of Artias Yarden, referring to the ultimate poverty of Yaakov Avinu, and on the other hand, referring to the ultimate height of Yaakov Avinu's level that it was worthy for the Yarden to be split with the Makel, goes hand in hand. Because the point over here is that on one hand, Yaakov Avinu is on a very high level and he could demand with mishpat da'ashpah from the Ebeshter. But at the same time, he feels like kibamakli, that I have nothing. I'm totally poor and I'm coming to Hashem and just begging that the Ebeshter should be righteous with me. It's the combination of these two that expresses the ultimate bittal, out of any cheshbonis that Yaakov Avinu reached, and this is the Mishpat Utstoki Biyakiv Atta Sisa. And ultimately this brought the fulfillment of his filler, that he asked for. So the hira from all of this is that this concept of Mishpat to demand from the Abishter with justice, that we're deserving, is something really that applies to every single Yid. Because really, every single Yid are all B'nai Malachimim. And as the Friedrich Rebbe said, for a Yid, even the slightest work is considered to be Avedas parach, like difficult labor. A Yid should be treated in the utmost treatment like a, like a prince. And therefore, a Yid deserves Kol the greatest treasures of the world, and the Rebbe brings an unbelievable thing that Alter Rebbe says in Teir Ha'er, regarding Netzar, where the Gemara says, that because he took three steps for the Ebishtis honor, so therefore the Ebishter gave him three generations of kingdom, how much more so every single Yid, is, it, it definitely was Mechabah the to this extent, so kol tov oylem haza kedai he's deserving for, to have all the abundance of good in the entire world. Only reason this good doesn't come to a person is if, this is a ruach. if there's a yesh, a, yes, a hori behavior that doesn't allow a person to be a keili for this. And therefore the suffering and whatever difficulty is experienced is to be mavatish to, to, to break and to subdue that gas is ruach that isn't a person. But there, therefore the lesson over here is, mishpat utztakeh, meaning yes, on one hand a person is deserving and he's a ben melech, but at the same time we have to come to the Abishti with the absolute bittel. And especially the level of Bittl spoken about before this Bitel higher than any Cheshbainis and then through this bitl, you open up all the channels that a person will experience and he is able to live in this world without any Dvarim and to sit yeshiv b'shal and this is something that we saw by the al himself as well the al had tremendous he took himself away from his own personal Shleimus and he was, had, had a tremendous Mesiris Nefesh for this. Nevertheless, the al did not demand his release because he deserved it, but rather the al writes that it was the Chesed Hashem that the E-bushu brought upon him. and Therefore, through this, the al brought the Padre Nafshi, that he was fully redeemed, and not only did he annul the opposition to Chesidus, but eventually that they all came around to support al Terebe in spreading Khsidis in the world.